In this episode, we talk... Our five go-tos for long-term relationship bliss. Stay tuned. Turn on the podcast. Turn on your relationships, your parenting, your love, your sex. Turn on your career, your money, your work, your business, your passion, your success. But mostly, turn on to you. Welcome to episode 12 of Turn On The Podcast. I am Brad Fennell. And I'm Tabitha Fennell. And this week, we're talking our five go-tos for long-term relationship bliss. Yeah. This is what we've been doing. There may be more than five, but yeah, these, are, these, there may these be. are the ones that we went, yeah, these are juicy and this is what we want to talk about. <laughs> and what works. And what works. Yay. What works. Okay. So relationships. They can be very interesting and tricky and dynamic and amazing all <laughs> in one yes. second to the next. Yes. So. And we don't have a book, generally. We jump into them. Yeah. And you got to work it out along yeah. the way. That's half the fun of it and half the pain of it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's what we're here to do, isn't it? It is exactly what we're here to do. Cool. Because if you can, it can be an incredibly fulfilling part of your life. Totally. Because if you haven't got someone that's there that backs you mm-hmm. in all that you do... Mm-hmm. Um, I could imagine it to be pretty lonely. Yeah, and hard. Sometimes mm. life is tricky. Yeah. And yeah, if you haven't got your partner there to really yeah juice you up and stand by you and make yeah. you feel like when you're it, it is yeah when it is getting tricky or yeah or hard or when it's feeling amazing mm. to enjoy rejoice in that. What a great thing to be able to do in relationship to bring each other up. Totally. Yeah, because it's easy to bring people down, isn't it? Isn't you it? can pick it every... It's easy to bring yourself down. Yeah, and it's easy to pick on your partner's faults or your projection of their so-called faults. Mm. So I think it's great to... Anyway, these five wee little tools. Mm. Let's jump in. Let's jump Let's in. Let's go. Alrighty. So number one, mm. cultivation. Cultivation of your sameness yes. and your difference. Mm. Really important, isn't it? Really important. Because in relationship, you've got to have sameness. You've got to have things has to be some common. area of sameness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's what attracts you to that person and, and keeps the fire burning and mm. gives you things to do and be with mm. and aspire to be more for each other. Mm. And, and just to hang out with... That person, mm. if there's sameness there, you actually like hanging out together. Yeah, and you have you, great conversations. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and that gets cultivated. You need sameness. You know, for some people, that's um, kids, and for some people, it's not that. Yeah, or hobbies or certain hobbies. exercises, yeah. creative things, yeah. 
painting. But it's, it, it's important. That sameness is really important. Yeah. Sometimes TV programs that you enjoy together yeah. or shows yeah. or... Or certain books or... Yeah. yeah, there's lots of different things that you naturally... And there's, there's so much fulfilment in that, in having yeah. that area <clears throat> of commonness. Totally. Commonness and thinking. Yeah. Um, it's so important. Mm. But on the flip side... Yeah, to have the differences. Difference, yeah. And I think that's where you can get caught in having too much sameness and then things get a little bit boring. Yeah, there's so, no spark, there's no polarity. Yeah, so differences, they're really important. And like for me, I've got my pottery, I've got my girlfriends um, and you've got... Yeah, I've got climbing, um you know, work and reading and the mates that I climb with yeah. and going off and having adventures, going out with the boys. Yeah, you go sons and take and motorbike, motorbike riding, riding and, you which know, I just can't do. No, you don't have to do. <laughs> you yeah. know, all their sport and going and watching that mm, and mm. things like that that I really enjoy and cultivates me. And yes. I think it's and builds you mm. and makes you more exciting. And when you come back, you're energized, and we've got lots to talk about. And and there is something and in that attraction, early attraction of difference. Yeah. Because when you come together, it is a state of difference. You mm. haven't mm. lived together, so there is this. You're attracted also to the difference in the other person. Yes, totally. And. That can die. Too much sameness can kind of leave you feeling flat. Mm, yeah. In, in there's no excitement. There's love and yeah, there's caring, yeah. but there's not a lot of fire not and excitement zing. that the mm. the polarities bring. Mm. So really cultivating that difference, going yeah. deep into that yeah. that difference, and yeah. and if that's difficult. I think recognising that and starting to work on that. Yeah. And I think um, something that can happen in life is you can feel like you're living your life but something's missing or that this isn't a life that you got caught up in something and this isn't your life. Mm. And I think a great exercise with that is to go in, well, what would that other life be? Go in and explore that and... What would I be doing? How would I have more of that in my life? Okay. Now, maybe it's running off to Antarctica for five years and you think, well, I can't <laughs> actually do that. I have family. I've got to, you know, I've got to do all these things. Yes. But where do I get more Antarctica? Yeah. How do I have could more? could be in your local national park on a completely weekend. Completely. Getting mm. out and doing things. Mm. And, um, and that's a silly example or not a silly example, but... There's something in that, in exploring that and going deep into that. Because often I find people just have no idea yes. what it is they're called to do. Yeah. Um, or where they were creative and when, before they got into relationship. Mm. What did you used to do? I think that's the worst thing you can do is give up stuff that you used to do. It's true. Um, before you get into relationship. It's true. And that can cause havoc too. It's Especially if, like you did rock climbing, some people are like, oh, how do you let him go off rock climbing? Mm. It's like... I have to, it's like, I totally trust you anyway mm. and what's going to be, it will be. Mm. And rock climbing is actually pretty safe. It is. Um, when you're Brad Fennell. Mostly. But mostly, exactly. That's life, isn't mm. it? But you have to keep doing that because that's who you are innately. That's where you get your connection that's, to Yes, to myself. Earth and to yourself, mm. Mother Nature. And I think you do initially, you can get 
look, it sounds negative, but it's actually not. You can get pulled off your path mm. in relationship. Yes. Because you do fall into that relationship and it does absorb you. And yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. No, no. But it has a time and a place. And then at some point you have to come out of that and say, where am I? Yes. I have to find my place here as well. Yeah. But the other yeah. side of that is some people have high polarity. Mm. They have a lot of difference um, and that can create sparks and it's electric mm. and as we'll go into later around sex life. But living together can be a nightmare. Yes. Yeah, having a relationship and normal because, things to yeah, do. Because there's no <laughs> sameness. So, so, I mean, it is this balance, isn't mm. it, between... Mm. So Same I think what difference. we're saying is, yeah, if, if your relationship feels a little bit dull, it could be that, ah, I need to go off and meditate or go on a girls' weekend yeah. or you need to, you know. I need to cultivate me. Mm. And I think this is a lifelong process and yeah. I think it it's changes. Work, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And sometimes when you're doing something, it's like it changes and it needs to change. You're afraid sometimes to let go of the old and step into who is the new me. Yeah. And so this is an ever-evolving process of who do I want to become? Who am I becoming? Mm. Who am I but not almost? Who am I but not quite? Yes. And how do I need to cultivate, on, cultivate that? Reflect that, on it, yeah. Meditate, discover, find. Yeah. And it can be just go and try different things. You know, there's so many different courses around being creative or meeting new people. I mean, you just have to start looking and in your local area there's some great things that you can just pop off and put it in your schedule and go and do it. That's right. And I think that's a big thing too is actually yeah. schedule it in. Yes. Because a lot of people go, oh, I haven't got time to do. How do you do pottery or painting or do any of that creative stuff? It's like, well, I schedule it into my week. Otherwise, yeah, I probably wouldn't get there yeah. if I, it was just up to me. It's almost easier not to do it. Yeah. But yes. the consequences are too great. That's right. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, so number one. Done. Cultivating same and difference. Number two, working with your relationship myth, which we went through this in an earlier episode, but if we're going to talk yeah. about relationship tips, we have to... Yeah, this is just amazing. Go over this. Yeah. For most of us, we fell in love mm. initially, unless the relationship was... Um, what do you call it? Platonic. Or I'm brought together by... Oh, yeah, like arranged marriage. Yeah, 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 arranged message. Mm. For most of us, we fell in love. There was something there. And knowing that that love and fire mm. was there, it's kind. Of, it's sad to me sometimes to, to think that two people fell in love and then it kind of drifts apart. Yes. And your relationship myth can bring you back to that. It can. Back to those... To bring that, that spark back to go, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. That's yeah, you used to make me laugh. That's why I was so attracted to you. You were so yeah. free and footloose and funny yeah. and or whatever it is. Or yes. you were really deep and you were a thinker or you made me just feel like I was a beautiful princess lady who mm. had was knowledgeable. And mm. So going into those early days where you were, mm. what you were doing, what was it about? What was the, what was the yeah, atmosphere your, yeah, around? The first few meetings, hey, yeah. is usually where the big myth story comes in. That's right. Yeah. So when you first got that little jump in your heart that went, oh, mm-hmm. I'm a bit uh, interested in you. That's right. And where were you? What were the circumstances? Yeah, and even what if were the, you cir- doing? the circumstances yeah. weren't 
Um, you know, it, it, it's in, it's even interesting. Let's get a little controversial, but even the whole mm. idea of an affair, mm. depending on what perspective it's coming from, sometimes that can be a love story. Yes. The two people suddenly met. So you could go, well, my myth isn't great because it started out in this way, but that's one aspect of it, which is yes. true. Yes. And it's complex. Mm. But there's also this love story where two people fell in love against yeah. the odds. Yeah. And I think and what you're trying to say is that it could be just you met them down at the local pub. Completely. Or, you know, it doesn't, I mean, ours was kind of, I suppose, romantic because mm. we met out at Ayers Rock. Mm. But really, we were both working our butts off and. But it, it was wasn't exciting amazing. and it yeah. was an adventure. And yeah. we were. So yeah. there was, you know, there's an amazing story there. There's also stories. Of working hard and working through our stuff. Yeah. So (laughs) I guess what we're saying is that there is a myth in your relationship. Yes. However it's started, Mm. what is the story? If you Mm. told this Mm. amazing story, that's a great exercise. If you tell your story like it's a love story, Yeah. how would you describe it? What would it be like? Yes. And how does that still try to work its way through your life, like the blood flowing through the veins. And how How? can you weave it back into your relationship consistently? Tap back into that energy and feel it in your heart Mm. and open that up and let that flood through your body to go, oh, yeah, that's what turned me on. That's why we're together. And remember that and come back and communicate back Mm. from that place. Yes. You know, Mm. it's important to go back there. Yeah. And feel that experience because it, it's happening anyway. It is. It's a mythical thing that is mm. going through your life. And, mm. it, and by re-tapping into it, you're actually just amplifying what's there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it gets buried by responsibility. Yeah. And Working pressure. And, and kids and All doing, that stuff. Yeah. Doing life. Yeah. All the stuff we have to do. Mm. So keep coming back to that. There's and I think that relationship myth, there's a big um, podcast that we did was number four, I'm pretty sure. Episode four? I yeah. will just check. And we go into how you can actually tap into that more and, and give you a few tools about how to find your myth. So that would be a great one to look into if you're in relationship or if relationship actually, for yourself. It's episode three. Ah, there you go. Bah, bah. You were close. I was close. <laughs> so far away. <laughs> episode three. All right. So number three. Well, there we go. Unfolding. Number three, unfolding what you fell in love with. Mm. This is super important. Yeah. Because if you don't do this, it can have big consequences to your relationship. Yeah. Um, so sounds very dramatic there, Brad. What the, yeah, <laughs> just it just <laughs> is, and and there's conflict and there's problems there, and I've seen that in our own relationship when you don't pick it up. Yeah. So you fall in love with someone. So for me, your wisdom and your power and your mm. um, who you are, mm. the way you radiated. Yes. Now. If I just think that's you rather yes. than realising, ha, huh, mm. I've met myself. Mm. Here I am, this unknown part of me that is embodied in you yes. that I want to have a relationship with. Mm, mm. If I don't pick that up and I just push that onto you, yes. you're going to get pissed with me. Yeah. Well, it comes sort of 
lopsided, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And you start going... And, and it's you not start, good for you either because... It's not good for me. You can't pick that up for yourself if that's you're right. continually projecting it onto that's me. That's right. To go, and that's what I'm here mm. to pick up. Yes. That's what I'm here to do. That's what I think we're here in life yeah, to do. and to is, feel and see that in your body. Yes. To fully experience it. Yes. And what happens is if I don't pick that up, mm. I start projecting onto you and go, you're the wise one, you tell us what we should do. And you're yeah. stuck. you start yeah. getting pissed yeah. and feeling like, well, why is it always me? Yeah. Why do I always have to do this? Mm-hmm. And, and then sometimes, and then what can also happen is if you start picking that up all the time, yes. I, st- I start getting pissed. Because yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you're always bossing me around yeah. and thinking you always know. So the thing you fell in love with actually starts to piss you off because yeah. that's the way it's meant to be. Yes. You create it like that. Mm. So you pick it up. Yeah, so you mm. pick it up. It's like you're pissing me off, yeah, you're just pushing yeah. me around. And then for what to me do. on the other side, it's no good for your sex life At as all. well if you're not going to pick that up because then I'm in the role of, oh, I'm the one who's got all the wisdom I've got to say and what we're doing and where we're going and... It's a, pa- kind of it's like a power a, issue. Yeah, and it's like a... Well, not a mother role, but nearly it's like it the caring role that, oh, this is what we're going to do. So Fully. It can leap into the mother role. Yes. And it's a massive reason at times why sex drives can go down mm. because that role isn't just sustainable in the bedroom. Exactly, yeah. And so picking up on both sides those projections, mm. picking those up for yourself. Mm. And it's one of the most interesting things is if you don't pick things up, they keep happening. It's incredibly yeah. annoying yeah. and incredibly And I think that's, that's great. If that keeps happening and you haven't looked at it this way before, there's a great tool to go, oh, yeah, okay, that's what they said. So that what's going on in that person yep. is pissing me off because where in my life am I not picking it up? That's all right. It's such a helpful tool. Yeah, it's, it's a massive tool. And then you can take it back on yourself and take um, take ownership of the that's dynamic right. that's going on in that's the relationship. Right. And then when you pick that up and embody that, so if you pick up your wisdom and your radiance, then that relieves me that's and right. you can pick it up more and then I can go, oh, yeah. right, actually it's I'm relieving. sick of being the wisdom one. Yeah. I want to be the funny yeah. Adventure person, yeah. which that's what I fell in love with you. Yeah. Because you're just so altered and so mm-hmm. funny and Mr. Adventure, you are just a Mr. Optimist, mystic person. <laughs> Optimus Primus, Bradley Fennell. So then I can pick a bit of that up and go, oh, that's how it feels to be like this. Yeah, which is really important mm. because holding that role gets really Yeah, tiring. for too long. And it'll yeah. always swap back and forth, but I think that's... And it, and it has a place where it should and it can. Yes, yeah. But if it's held on for too long, yeah. then the dynamics are not going to work so well. Roles are a lot more freer than what we think they mm. are. We get mm. set that this is who I am, my personality yes. and the way I am, yeah. where yeah. they're a lot more fluid than yeah. what we think. Yeah. And they actually need to be a lot more fluid because yeah. that frees us up into roles that are needed in any, any given moment. Yes, yeah. You know, sometimes you need to feel scared. Sometimes you need to feel brave. Sometimes yeah. you need to feel feel, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. put your hand out and say, I need help. I need help. Mm, I can't do this all by myself, even mm. though I look like I'm totally in control and <laughs> keeping it together. Keeping it together. Really I'm about to fall off the abyss. Yeah. So And actually I need to fall off the abyss. Yeah. You know, at times. Yeah, exactly. Is a is a role that's needed. Mm. Yeah. 
I think that may be one of the most, it's one of the reasons I see relationships really struggling. Yes. At times. And I think yeah. it's something that's really, really, it's so empowering to know yeah. that for yourself. Yes. That you can pick up a role. And when you've got both partners aware of this, it's great. Because yeah. then you can support each other in one for you taking over the wisdom more and for me to actually letting it go. Because when you are in that role for so long, sometimes it's scary to actually let go of that role. Yes. So if you can communicate about it and Yeah, uh, and say, so I've got it. it, particularly when a role is needed in the field. Yes. And since a role is needed in the family, mm. like someone who's going to be responsible for money. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, and one of you says, well, I'm tired of that. Yeah. If the other one says, I've got it. Yes. I've yeah. got this. <sighs> Yeah, it frees that up. Mm. Beautiful. Try it out. It's a fun thing to do. Number four. Oh, yeah, these are great ones. Compliments, having loads of fun. And lightness. Yeah. Staying light in relationship. Yeah, having fun in relationship. <laughs> yes. And compliments. Yeah. I think I really, we did episode, was it episode two? We did the crazy feminine. Feminine, yeah. Which, this really helps if you're identifying the masculine and feminine roles. These are once again are roles, they're just descriptions, they're ways of looking at things. Mm. You can use other terms if it's better for mm. you. But it's it's a role and which which role do you take? And sometimes the feminine is more the creative whether it's male or female, is more of a creative essence. Mm. And it can be more of a wild, crazy essence. And then if you're too strongly um, in a heavy masculine role, yes. it's hard to deal with. Yeah, Lightness and um, laughter and joy and fun actually helps that feminine role. Yes, And if you can hold that space mm. and not take it too seriously, mm. not take yourself to so too seriously, yeah. it actually lightens that up and it allows you to kind of deal with it and take something that could be traumatic or a fight or a conflict yes. and actually bring more, it around. Yeah, fun, lighter More space. loving. Yeah. And I think in life, and we, I think we say this in almost every podcast you know the the classic idea of the sage or the wise elder is this mm. half giggling fool yeah yeah because they're not and seriousness is important as well but if you're too strongly in that role yeah it's, it's a problem yeah yeah it's a dampener on so many aspects mm. of being in you know partnership being in a relationship if it's mm. all serious and work and structure mm. then it's lopsided isn't it mm. and um barren and dry mm. Mm. and you know the the nourishment comes from the fun it does yeah and, and the lightness and lightness mm. Mm. you know and as adults yeah, we. I think we. You watch your kids, and they're they steal the role. Totally, they're just like running around, having a great time, yelling and screaming, pushing into each other, and you're there going, right, stop, come here, do it here. Remember when we were sitting the there we were years ago when the kids were small, our eldest two were small, and we we're sitting out there watching them play and just going, they're stealing the role. Yes, they just know how to have so much fun. Yeah, it's innate. And laughter in mm. and light. Mm. And going back to number one. Sorry, number two, if you, if you watch kids, they just know so well 
what they love to do. Yeah, yeah, they don't do anything that they... So that's number one with the same, with the difference cultivating yourself. You know, kids know how to do that innately. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they steal the role. They know how to have fun. They know yeah. how to be light. Yeah. So we're going to steal a little bit of that yeah, back for ourselves. Yeah, totally. As in the family dynamics, it's good to get in there and rumble with them. Hugely. And so compliments. I don't think we compliment... Um, as a race, we don't compliment our friends, our kids, our especially our partners enough. This is underestimated. It is. This is such a powerful tool. Yeah. And once again, we even our strengths, we don't always know they're our strengths because they're ours. That's And we're right. too close to them. Yeah. And we constantly need. Yeah. Bolstering up and. And I've spoken to people, and they said, "I feel like." I shouldn't need compliments. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, that's such a classic role, but it is. you just do. But, yeah, well, it, it makes feeds. you feel good about yourself and it makes you like, okay, I'm on path here. This is who I am and it's a great trait and, yeah, you've really taught me that around compliments, um, which I've said before too, but it is just such an amazing tool and I think, for the whole family to get involved in um, complimenting each other. That's right. In a really authentic, wow, you're so good at this, you know, the way you hold your brother's hand around that is amazing. Mm. The way you bring fun into the family. Mm. And and watching how you respond to those compliments, making sure that you pick them up. Yes. And that you, you know, can take them on board. Yeah, and And that you don't get the bit of a critic or something sitting there going, oh, they don't really mean that. Mm. It's like, yeah, like you said, take a minute to just go, oh, yeah, okay, Mm. I'm a fantastic mother. Mm. I'm so good with my three boys Mm. doing blah, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah, it's my superpower. It's my gift. Mm. Thank you. More compliments Mm. constantly. Mm. Okay, number five. We can't talk about relationship without bringing in number five, Sex. Yo! And Making love. That's right. <laughs> and as we were talking in the, the early section around sameness and difference, sameness will flatten out. Yes. The polarities. Polarities, sexual excitement comes through the polarities, the yeah. differences, mm. the excitement that happens. Mm, mm. And if there's too much sameness and you're sitting there watching... Days of our lives, yeah. whatever it is, together, yeah. it flattens that out. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with enjoying things together. It's important, but yeah. So I think when you're making love, a nice thing to do is to actually negotiate who's going to be in what role. Yeah. So are you the person who's going to receive all the love and juice, mm-hmm. or are you the person? Um, and are you that's the going to give that's and observe? Give? Yes. Um, because a lot of times in relationship, usually one you have a preference yeah. of either being the giver or the receiver. Yes. Um, and so it's good to sort of swap that around a bit as well. But for that one session of making love to actually go, okay, you're going to be in that role, I'm going to be in this role, let's see where it takes us. Yeah. Surrender, the receiver surrenders into their own pleasure. Yes. Fully. Yes. And Which is great because when you're in that asp- in that role... You don't have to think about, okay, well, next I'm going to do this or it's just all about you. That's right. And I think one of the greatest mistakes that's being taught out there around relationships and sex life 
is that there's something that the so-called identified feminine role mm. has to do. There's this technique that you're going to do and that's going to fix everything. Yes. Actually, I think the only technique, the only thing that needs to be done in that role mm. is surrender into your own pleasure. Yes. That builds the relationship. Yeah, and, and that's the one, such a turn on for the other person. That's right. Isn't it? Hugely. There's nothing, no more turn on. There's no positions... You know, movements, techniques, techniques dances that you could do yes. than someone who is fully and authentically connected to their own pleasure yeah. and following that. Mm, and mm. then the one, the giver that is more of the observer, the watcher, yes. the, the participant in that way yeah. is in a sense fed by that. Yes. And those two polarities, mm. the polarities of the giver and the receiver, yeah. allow something incredible to build. Yeah. Exactly. And, and like you said, and swapping those yeah, roles. Exa- yeah, that's right. Try it out. Having the ability to change. Yeah. And rituals. Yeah. Sometimes having a ritual around, you know, lighting the candles, getting the place where you're going to make love and having an intent around because sexual energy and making love is such a huge, powerful energy. So if you want to bring an intent into mm. your lovemaking, mm. you know, around your health or your wealth or your your um, relationship, I think is mm. such a fantastic thing to do as well. It's an amazing, powerful tool. Mm. It's, an, it's a heightened state mm. that we don't generally find in our day-to-day life. Yes. It's like... I guess that feeling of working, walking into a sacred place where yes. you feel the energy come up. You mm. feel this place has something. Yeah. And if you can create that ritual yes. and bring things, manifest things into that space, mm. it can be incredibly powerful. Yeah. And, and Watch out what you ask for. That's right. <laughs> and I think you will receive. And it is. And if you can make it a meditative state, mm. because it is. Yes. It's an altered state. Yeah. And if you can bring that meditative essence to it, sometimes, sometimes there's all sorts of different states you can bring to it. Yes. But it's a powerful, really recognizing what's actually happening. Mm. This mm. deep, powerful experience that's going on and yeah. not just missing it. Yes. Not just thrusting and jumping and, yeah. and missing the whole thing that's yeah. really happening there. Yeah. It can be a really powerful thing. In your love life. Definitely, to try it out. And I think um, date nights, that comes in to sort of the lead up where you, you know, you go yes. out for dinner and don't, don't talk about kids or career or Huge. you just talk about each other and yeah. what when, you're Yeah, when into. you can drop some of the roles that you carry of yeah. a parent or employee or employer or mm. whatever those roles are. Mm. And you can connect to another part of yourself. Yes. And that becomes very, can be very sexual. Having yeah. dinner. Yeah. Be very sexy. Yeah. Can be the beginning of foreplay. Exactly. Doesn't have to start in the bedroom. No, that's right. Doesn't start in the bedroom. No. Actually. Ever. Everything, <laughs> everything is foreplay. Exactly. When we yeah. connect to it in that way. Yeah. Exactly. Getting dressed up, feeling the beautiful fabrics on your skin, mm. that makeup that you like to wear or the mm. essential oils or perfume that you wear. It's all sexy. It's all mm. foreplay. It's all important. Yeah, visual stuff is great. Mm. So, yeah, try it out and then maybe over dinner you can discuss whose role's going to be who and, <laughs> you know, see where that leads. 
could be fun. But remember that one lightness and fun. Exactly. Even in the bedroom, that can work yeah. too at times. Yeah. There it is. Yay. Our That's five right. go-tos. Yeah. Have a go. Have a play. See. Um, Hope they uh, work for you. Yeah, like they do for us. Okay. See Enjoy. you next time. Bye. Bye. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, we'd really love it if you'd take the time to leave us a rating. Thanks so much for listening.